Too often, Black women are a mere afterthought in conversations around wellness, but not in this space. On this podcast, the dialogue is always centered around women like you. Welcome to the podcast, but more importantly, welcome to the tribe. Be well, sis. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Be Well Sis podcast. I am your host, Dr. Cassandra Dunbar. How has life been treating you? But more importantly, how have you been treating yourself? I have been good. Happy Feel Good Fridays, y'all. I um, I am in a much better place than the last time y'all got heard from me. Um, I think I have allowed myself to feel two things at once, which I wasn't doing before. Um, yes, I can feel for all of the atrocities happening around the world, but also I can simultaneously, um, make space for the things that really bring me joy and tap in and lean into those things, um, which are my little munchkins. I was just telling my husband, like (laughs) there is some kind of special mental illness that goes into being a parent because how is it that the same source of my stress is the same source of like my greatest joy? Those little people put me through the ringer. But also, they fill me with just so much happiness and light and love, and I'm just so grateful. Um, But yeah, that's where I have been. Um, So a couple of things before we hop into today's Feel Good Friday is, first of all, first and foremost, the booking site for our trip, the Escape to Cartagena, yes, Cartagena, Colombia, um, the Inner Renaissance Retreat, the booking site is officially live. So if you signed up to be part of the waiting list, you already got that notification. And as I said before, it is an intimate trip. Um, Want to keep it very small so that way we can really like enjoy together and just say it makes transportation easier. When we're doing our um, excursions, we'll just have one bus um, so that we can keep it, you know, keep it tight. You know what I mean? Um, So again, the site is live. So please click the link below to go ahead and at minimum put your deposit in. If you want to come on the trip, it is going to be August 1st through the 5th, 2014. Wow, 2014. My goodness. No, it's not. (laughs) 2024. Um, You have to put in a deposit and there are payment plans available. So that way, if you don't have the full amount right now, no big deal, no problem. You can and, um, break it up and pay a certain amount every month um, up until it's paid off a month before the the actual trip. So there are options, y'all. Um, again, I'm really, really excited about it. Um, I have a special announcement coming up soon. Um, we have an amazing workshop leader who is joining us as well. It is going to be a good time. I'm super excited. I'm so looking forward to it. And I didn't realize how soon next year is because my boss talking about some do you want to teach a class over the summer I'm just like lady why are you why are you asking me about teaching classes over the summer we're not even in the spring semester yet then I realized oh my gosh it is almost here (laughs) so with that being said go ahead book your deposit pay your deposit the holidays are around the corner so if you want your loved ones to gift you this for your your Christmas your whatever you celebrate um, for the holidays or for your birthday, have them do so. Like this is a great time, especially if we're thinking about meaningful gift giving and gift receiving, this is it. So again, the link is down below. I am really excited to, to, to really just 
take in Cartagena with you guys. And I'm just pumped. Like, y'all don't understand. I'm just super excited. And yeah, I'm looking forward to that. The other thing is that my book club people, there is goodness on the way. I had to take a pause. I had to really figure out what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it as a one person team. Y'all, if y'all hear banging in the background, I really apologize. Yeah, that is so loud. I'm so sorry. My husband is um, putting together a new bed for the little one. Um, And there was no other time to do both this and that. So I am sorry. Hopefully I can try to edit it out as much as possible. But I don't know. I apologize. Um, But yes, back to the book club. The book club, I have exciting announcements on the way. There are things coming. There are books that are going to be read. And speaking of books, one thing that I have been doing lately has been reading much more. And by reading, I mean listening to audiobooks because now with my new role, I am in the car a lot more. And I have been listening to Jada Pinkett Smith's new book, Worthy. First of all, I am not a memoir type of girl. I just don't care about memoirs. But for whatever reason, I was intrigued to take a listen. It is so good. It is beautifully done. She has lived quite the life. It is just just beautifully done. And I am really frustrated with the narrative around this book. This book is not about the, the two men in her life. Like, it's not. It's really about a woman who has lived a very, very full life in her journey that brought her brought her here to like this moment. I think it's incredible. It it almost sounds like it it reads or yeah, sounds and reads like a novel because there's just it's so rich and full of of stuff that we can all like glean from, take something from or even identify with. Um I highly, highly, highly recommend it. And with that being said, I'm also going to make a list of book recommendations that you can read. Um, And then what we'll do is at the end of the year, I'm thinking maybe sometime next month, we'll see because the holiday seasons are kind of tough to navigate. I want to have just an, an open chat. Um, about stuff like a life chat for the book club members. Um, stay posted. If you're not part of the book club, go ahead. I have the link down below um, for you to click and to sign up as well. So that way you are in the know as to what books we're reading and whenever we have our um, our meetings. Okay. And the last thing that I want to talk about before we hop into today's Feel Good Fridays is is about how we can um, feel less hopeless um, amid the various crises around the world. So from what's happening in Gaza, what's happening in the Congo, what's happening in Haiti, um, what's happening in Sudan, there are so many reasons to honestly feel sad and to feel hopeless. And last episode, I mentioned that um, I was told by... um, not personally, but people that I follow who um, are of Palestinian descent and are who have their ears more on to the streets there, we were told not to donate um, to different various or donate don't donate money at the time because the money and the resources would not reach Gaza. However, I did find one that is helpful, and that is Doctors Without Borders. Doctors Without Borders supports humanitarian crises all over the world, not only in the Gaza Strip, but also in the places that I mentioned. So Haiti, Afghanistan, the Sudan, Congo, all of those places have 
people who are experiencing horrific events who also need medical attention, who also need just the basics, food, water, shelter, medicine. And Doctors Without Medicine um, is a way to lend a hand, lend your support, and um, feel like you're doing something to help people who are really going through just an awful, awful time. So in order to um, support Doctors Without Borders, I have the link down below, and the website is doctorswithoutborders.org. Okay, so again, I have linked down below and you can donate as um, little as $5 will be impactful for them to get the, the medical professionals um, there and to supply them with what they need to, to take care of the people who are in dire need. So I just want to make that correction and just to let you know that there are ways that we can um, help our fellow humans, essentially. So with that being said, let's hop into today's episode of Feel Good Friday. So today's Feel Good Friday is we are going to be talking about how to feel good when it's cold, okay? <laughs> it is November, so I know for the much of the, the country this past week, the temperature has taken a little bit of a dip for a lot of us, even me down here in the South, like the temperature is co much cooler than usual and the days are much shorter than usual and that typically... Um, for a lot of people is the segue to seasonal affective disorder. So seasonal affective disorder is what we used to call um, seasonal depression. Um, but let's talk about what it is exactly. So it is not considered a separate disorder, but it's a type of depression that's characterized by recurrent by its recurrent seasonal pattern with symptoms lasting about four to five months per year. So the signs and symptoms associated with SAD include those associated with major depression and some specific symptoms that differ for the winter pattern and the summer pattern. So typically we think about um, seasonal affective disorder as only affecting us in the winter months, but there is a subset of people who are affected with this condition in the summer. But we, for our purposes here, we are going to focus on the ones that affect the winter. Okay, so the winter pattern. So some of the symptoms of major depression um, are going to include um, having low energy, feelings of hopelessness and worthlessness, difficulty concentrating, uh, feeling sluggish or agitated, having feeling having problems with sleep, experiencing changes in appetite or weight, and losing disinterest in activities you once enjoyed. For those with the winter pattern seasonal affective disorder, the additional specific symptoms are going to include hypersomnia, which is oversleeping, um, overeating, particularly with a craving for carbohydrates, weight gain, and then social withdrawal, which is like feeling like hibernating. So I'm telling you right now, I have seasonal affective disorder and I just thought that was my pattern since I was very young. I actually remember very vividly when I had my first apartment um, with Dorian. So we were, were we dating or engaged? We were something at the time. I don't know. We were, we were engaged at the time. So I was in my like mid twenties. I remember specifically telling my friends, I'm just like, if you do not come see me, I'm not coming to see you. I hibernate in the, in the winter time. And God bless them. They came to visit and they did come to the house all the time. Um, but I remember saying that out loud thinking like, damn, am I a bear? 
Come to find out, this is how I've always been, probably since I was even much younger, probably since I was like maybe my teens. When it came to be winter, I just did not want to leave my house. I just did what I had to do and none of the accessories. Um, so I've been suffering it with it for a long time. So let's talk about the science behind seasonal affective disorder. Although researchers don't fully understand exactly what causes seasonal affective disorder, research indicates that people with SAD may have a reduced activity um, of the brain chemical called serotonin. And serotonin is what helps to regulate our mood. Um, so research also suggests that the sunlight controls the levels of molecules that help maintain normal serotonin levels. So in with people who have SAD, this regulation does not function properly, resulting in a decreased serotonin level, especially during the winter. Um, some other findings suggest that people with SAD produce actually too much melatonin. And melatonin is the hormone that is central for maintaining our normal sleep-wake cycle. So the overproduction of melatonin can cause the increase in sleepiness or the hypersomnia that often accompanies SAD. Um, both serotonin and melatonin help maintain the body's daily rhythm, and that is also tied to seasonal, uh, the seasonal night-day cycle. In those of us who have SAD, the changes in serotonin and melatonin levels disrupt the normal daily rhythms, and as a result, we can no longer adjust to the seasonal changes in day length, leading to sleep, mood, and behavior changes. On top of that, vitamin D deficiency may actually exacerbate these problems because vitamin D is believed to promote serotonin activity. And as you know, those who live in the Northern Hemisphere are more likely to be um, vitamin D deficient because we typically are indoor people. In the U.S. alone, about 42% of adults are um, deficient in vitamin D, while 50% of children age um, 1 to 5 and 70% of children ages 6 and 11 have low vitamin D stores. So this is only contributing to um, our mood conditions. So what are we going to do about it? Let's talk about it. So one of the best things to do to help manage seasonal affective disorder is going to be to get adequate sunlight. Yes, the days are going to be shorter. So the amount of hours with sunlight are going to be much shorter in the winter than they are in the summertime. However, it is still important to do all that we can to actually get natural sunlight. So that might include taking a 10, 15, 20 minute walk um, during the hours of 12 and 2. That absolutely means turning, opening all of the blinds in your house and in your workplace. Even though it might be gloomy out there, even though you know, it may not be what we are inclined to do. It is super important to make that part of our routine, especially during the winter months when we only have but a few hours of sunlight anyway. The other thing that you can do is if you live in a place where it is overcast most of the year, that was my experience in Chicago. My goodness, I loved Chicago. Um, only because of those two months, the, the summertime in Chicago really is a vibe, but the remaining 10 months, there is the clouds sit over Lake Michigan and they just don't move until 
the spring spring open um spring hits which was very different from jersey um in jersey it could be very very cold out there but you'd have no idea until until you step out because the sun shines most of the time um but again so if you are in an environment where it is cloudy it is overcast for most of the winter months is going to be really important for you to get a light therapy box so a light therapy box is something that mimics outdoor light And it's thought that this type of light may cause a chemical change in the brain that helps to lift the mood and ease symptoms of SAD, such as being tired most of the time and the hypersomnia. So the specific specifications of the light boxes you want to look for are going to be these two things. So that they provide exposure to 10,000 lux, L-U-X, of light and that they produce little UV light as possible. Yes, UV is important um, for vitamin D purposes, but we still want to limit the amount of UV um, exposure that we're giving ourselves, especially if we're using those lights um, for hours and hours and hours a day during the winter seasons. So the typical recommendations um, for using the light box include to use it within the first hour of waking up in the morning for about 20 to 30 minutes. And for about 16 to 24 inches away from our face. Um, But every manufacturer is going to have different specifications. So please follow those. And you also want to um, use it with your eyes open, but not looking directly at the light. So those are the typical recommendations. Um, The other thing that we want to do is outside of trying to actually get natural sunlight by going outside and being in nature and um, exposing our homes to natural light by opening the blinds and such. And then the um, light box. The next thing we want to do is to make our environment as welcoming and as stimulating and as beautiful as we like it. There is this trend on social media called dopamine decor and that means that we that people try to create spaces that fill them with joy. So you bring in colors and paint trends that give your space a lift and patterns that like invigorate you. So these are going to be what are things that naturally feel good to you. There is no like prescription on what your home should look like and how you should decorate your home. It's literally being intentional about how you decorate your home in order to feel good about being there. So um, yes, the millennials have get a, a bad rap for having millennial gray everywhere. Um, so it, this is a perfect opportunity to step out of that and to maybe paint a room, whatever your favorite emerald color is or just whatever color makes you happy or bringing art that makes you happy bring in plants and care for plants if that makes you happy again it's just about surrounding yourself with things that naturally lift your mood because you like them and not necessarily decorating your space because it fits a quote aesthetic right um so this means that going with slightly bolder color choices um and just giving the space a a feeling that that just invigorates you that makes you feel good about being in that space again because we are indoors for the majority of the year of for the majority of the winter it's important to like your surroundings the next thing we are going to do to manage our seasonal affective disorder is going to be to stay active and to be mindful of what we are putting in our bodies so again it is going to be much easier to remain active or to be active in the summertime because 
you know, there are so many outdoor things to do, whether you are just a gardener, you like to walk because of the weather or there are festivals happening and there are sports and all these types of things. There are reasons to get out. Um, and it's going to be really, really important to be intentional about finding ways to move your body that feel good to you, even in the winter months. Um, one thing that I would suggest is actually trying to delve into some winter activities. So for example, um, visiting the outdoor skating rinks that most cities um, have at least one of. If you haven't done it, give it a try. You might actually like it. And that as well as doing winter, going to winter festivals. Again, most major cities and the surrounding suburbs have a winter festival of sorts. Go check it out. See what um, what it's about. And even though you may not necessarily participate in the holidays being celebrated, it's just really pretty. And that gives you a bit of a dopamine rush, right? So that helps, you know, increase the neurotransmitter production and secretion in your brain. Um, so I would suggest that. And then I would also suggest making a standing plan to meet, to spend time with your people. So I've decided that I'm going to have a standing one month um, um, brunch or breakfast date with a friend. That way that it forces me to get out of my routine of just work and taking care of the kids and by and do something for myself with people that I love, that people that I really enjoy being around, but I let my SAD get to me and I will just to stay in bed and it'll be months. I don't see them again until maybe the spring or the summer. This year, I'm going to be really intentional about regardless of how cold it is outside, I'm going to get out there, bundle up and get out there um, just for, even if it's for like 30 minutes or an hour or two, um, that really is helpful. Okay. The next thing that we want to talk about is being mindful of what we put in our bodies. So nutrition and our dietary um, consumption is super important to boosting our mood and our energy. Why? Because the neurotransmitters, they all need precursors and those precursors for them to be made are typically found in our diets. So the one thing, the first three things that I'm going to talk about, I feel like I have talked about before and I'm going to repeat myself and I'm happy to repeat myself And the first one is vitamin D. Vitamin D is so incredibly important. It is not just a vitamin. It actually acts more like a hormone because it is involved in so many of our metabolic processes. And we just consider it as a hormone or a vitamin, excuse me, for our bone health. Our bone health is incredibly important, but it's much more than that. Um, One thing that I always tell my students, and I'm telling you guys this too, is research um, has shown that often people are diagnosed with depression and simply by supplementing their vitamin D levels and getting those vitamin D levels up to optimal levels, the symptoms of depression resolve. So what I'm saying is that um, a depressed mood oftentimes is actually a symptom of vitamin D deficiency that goes overlooked. So if you have not had your vitamin D levels drawn at your um, at your annual physical and you feel sluggish and all of these things and there's not necessarily new to you or it might be new to you, I'm imploring you to ask your healthcare provider to draw your vitamin D levels because they typically will not do so unless prompted to. 
Um, so if your vitamin D levels are low, then you can supplement it, bring it back up, and hopefully that can help resolve um, some of your mood conditions. Okay, the next thing we want to look at is omega-3 fatty acids. So omega-3s, especially EPA and DHA, are found in things like fish oil, and these have been linked to improved mood and reduced symptoms of depression. Um, these are not only important for depression, though that's what we are talking about. It's also important for things like brain development in children. It's also important for um, mood management in children with hyperactivity, ADHD, even with adults with um um, hyperactivity or ADHD as well. Um, so in order for our brains to be healthy, in order for our brains to be adequately nourished, we need to nourish our bodies in general, right? And the last major one that I'm going to talk about is going to be our vitamin B complexes. So our B vitamins, which include vitamin B6, B9, B12, are all essential for the production of neurotransmitters such as serotonin, which influence our mood. So of course, deficiencies in our B-complex vitamins are going to lead to mood disturbances. For the, the three vitamin categories I just talked about, typically, if you are taking a very good supplement, you are going to have, you are going to find vitamin, uh, great vitamin B complex and the omega fatty acids within that supplement. When you're looking for a vitamin D, the best vitamin D or the most bioavailable vitamin D is going to be a combination of vitamin D3 with K2. Super important because bioavailability refers to the body's ability to actually absorb the nutrients. Sometimes um, there's like this joke um, among medical professionals that like, oh, Americans have very expensive pee. And that's because a lot of us take supplements, but we're not taking the supplements that actually our bodies can actually capture and use. So we want to make sure that the vitamins that we take are not only high quality, but they are highly bioavailable. So again, for vitamin D, the vitamin D that we want to look at is a combination of vitamin D3 with K2. And it's preferable to be in a like an oily suspension that you'll take with food. Um, vitamin D is a, as well as K is fat soluble, which means that, yeah, it's fat soluble and not water soluble. So super, super important. Now let's talk about a couple of minerals that are essential for our brain health. And those are magnesium, zinc, as well as vitamin C and E. So when it comes to magnesium, magnesium hasn't got getting a lot of press lately, okay? Magnesium's PR has been working and for good reason. Again, a lot of us are magnesium deficient. And when we think about magnesium, we have to realize that not all magnesium is created equal. There are several different combinations of magnesium that do different things for different parts of our bodies. So for example, magnesium citrate is typically what we'll find in over-the-counter at, um, it's like in the laxative aisle because it acts like a laxative and is typically used to relieve constipation, okay? Um, so that is not going to be helpful for our mood unless that is the concern, right? But if we're talking specifically about our brain health, the two types of magnesium that we want to focus on are going to be magnesium glycinate and then magnesium L-threonate. 
So magnesium glycinate is especially helpful for those who suffer from insomnia that is due to anxiety, okay, because it helps with the production of our melatonin. Then magnesium L-treonate may also support brain health, especially um, when when accompanied with things like depression, as well as memory loss due to Alzheimer's and things of that nature, okay? So that one is really important to support the brain health, okay? So again, when we're talking about magnesium, if we're talking specifically about our mood, the two types that you want to look for is magnesium glycinate and then magnesium L-treonate. Okay, magnesium citrate is not going to be all that helpful unless you're specifically trying to relieve your constipation, in which have at it. Next, let's talk about zinc. Zinc is super important for the brain as well and can influence our mood. Um, those who are deficient in zinc may also have feelings of um, depression along with delayed wound healing. Zinc is really important in our wound healing. So really important to um, make sure you're taking a multivitamin that has some levels of zinc in it as well. And the last thing that we'll talk about is going to be vitamin C. So vitamin C is a powerful antioxidant um, and it may also help reduce symptoms of anxiety and stress just by really helping to relieve some of the inflammation that happens in um, the brain just because of life, right? Um, so those are some things that I want you to consider um, to be sure that you are incorporating into your diet. One of the ways to make it much easier for yourself, if you're not going to take a um, multivitamin for whatever reason, make sure you are having a ton of dark leafy greens in your diet because our dark leafy greens are going to be rich in all of the things, um, most of the things that I just discussed. Okay. Um, lastly, um, let us talk about our coping strategies. So if you are doing all of the things and you incorporated all of the things into that we just talked about into your routine or your regimen for um, seasonal affective disorder, and that is still not helping, it might be helpful to, if you are not already seeing a therapist, to tap into a therapist, tap into a professional. There is no shame in it. As you know, I am a advocate for therapy. I believe that we all need it um, at some point in time. And if you are not already seeing a therapist, tap into your resources um, for, um, yeah, for help, for support. Um, I will leave some links down below to help you if you are in a space where you the insurance is not covering it or you are uninsured or whatever the case may be. If you need help um, paying for therapy, there are a couple of organizations that help alleviate that burden for you. And I'll leave that down below. Yeah. And that is it. So that was our little deep dive into seasonal affective disorder um, for our feel good Fridays. Cause listen, I, I want you all to feel good. I want to feel good. So hopefully the things that I shared here are helpful to you um, or to somebody that you may know. So I'm 
unfortunately, seasonal affective disorder affects so many of us. So I'm asking you to go ahead, share this episode with a friend, post it to your stories on Instagram and tag bewellsis underscore podcast, or you can actually just text the episode to a friend. Either way, share with somebody. You learn something, share with somebody so they can learn something too. And let's just help all of us. Let's help each other be great. As always, thank you so, so much for joining. I am so glad you're here. Be well, sis. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Be Well, Sis podcast. For more information on anything discussed in this episode, please see the show notes and or visit www.bewellsispodcast.com. Oh, and don't forget to leave a five-star rating on Apple. Until next time, be well, sis. love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 